0: That makes the Xbox the most evil one, though.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it does. I love Xbox, but I don't know about that, man. When a humble bard graced a ride along with Geralt of
2: Rivia along came this song From when the White will fought a silver-tongued devil his army of elves at his who's
1: at day level
2: They came after me With a masterful deceit Broke down my loot And they kicked in my teeth While the devil's horns Minced our tender meat And so cried the Witcher He can't be pleased Oh, to your
1: Hello, and welcome back to Insert Credit, the only show on the internet in which we weekly deliver the loudest news, reviews, tips, and tricks. Fresh dripped hot from the bottom of video games themselves. In each of our 10 wild segments, we have six minutes to puncture your eardrums with the sick truth. If we can't reach a conclusive consensus within the time limit, listeners and participants alike suffer the buzzer. And now, your host, Alex Jaffe. Jaffe,
2: Run, insert credit in the dark. This is the show where a panel of smart-sounding guys apply their combined intelligence to the topic of video games of all things. Oh. We will have a maximum of six minutes to discuss each of the most pressing questions of the day before we are forced to move on. I might dial it down to five minutes today, depending on how I'm feeling. I'm Alex Jaffe, and if you must imagine me as a video game character, think of me as Chuck Quizmo, the game show host worm from the original Paper Mario.
0: Uh, I'm Frank Cifaldi, and if you must think of me as a video game character, I'm gonna continue the Chuck train. I'm Chuck Rock, uh, which is a person that humps the air if you press a button.
3: Wow! I've never seen you do that, Frank.
0: Well, it's not about who I really am, it's about who I want people to imagine me to be.
3: (laughs) Right. Exactly.
1: Uh, I'm Tim Rogers, and if you must think of me as a video game character, think of me as Agent Pierce from the original Watch Dogs because he sounds really bad like batman like a bad batman and uh he's constantly out trying to avenge his his dead uh daughter who uh he tells everybody is his niece and he's his his sister who's actually in my opinion definitely his his wife is angry at him <laughs> and uh it, it seems like she was changed to his sister at the last minute and uh <laughs> And he does <laughs> hacking and cyber crimes and overall knows that a whole lot more than everybody else for reasons nobody can possibly understand. So
2: picture him like that.
1: That's about how good of a character of a person I am compared to <laughs> uh, what kind of a character I would be there. That's there you go. That's let's we can talk about the psychiatric ramifications of this later. Uh, bye.
3: I'm Brandon Sheffield. And if you must think of me as a video game character and you knew me from like 2001 to 2006, you'd probably think of me as Iori from King of Fighters because I used to have pants with belts on them. Mm. And uh, there's a whole bunch of people that that mention that (laughs) whenever I'm talking about anything. Well, you've heard
2: the names. Somebody do that fan art. I'm going on to a short two-minute segment that I'm going to call Old Business. OB! uh, In old business, we addressed some stuff from previous episodes that we would like to revisit just for a second because it occurred to us that we wanted to say something about it but ran out of time. Does anyone have something from the last episode they want to talk about? We (laughs) talked about frauds. We talked about Warner Brothers. Anyone got anything?
3: Yeah, this is a specific request from me, I will admit. Um, Uh, (laughs) LMAO. So, first of all, I wanted to because I was so unresearched with that Warner Brothers thing, but I knew there were more studios. They have they have so many. They do have NetherRealm, but they also own a majority stake in Rocksteady. They own Monolith. Oh, they, own, yeah. they own TT Games, who does the Lego series and is you know known for Sonic R and all that kind of stuff. They own that WB Games Montreal, which I mentioned, and they also have W Games Boston and several other smaller studios. Um, they used to own Snowblind and Surreal, which they don't anymore. But anyway, they have so so many studios. They they gotta be like a thousand plus people. So I I thought we should we should clarify that whoever buys them could do a
0: heckload yeah. with what they got. They could close so many studios. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well that Rocksteady was what I was thinking. That Bat that Batman studio. Who wouldn't want to own that Batman studio? They, God, they're they seem so do good. good work.
3: Yeah. Oh, and they also own Avalanche. So, Do they? That explains why Blizzard wants him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Kaboom>! <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to get at was in the frauds, somehow we missed this Mamoru Samuragochi guy. He, he he's the composer of Resident Evil and Onimusha, except he's uh-huh. not. I don't know if y'all remember this story. Uh, I vaguely heard about it. I actually just
1: remembered another fraud story that let me do it after this one.
3: Okay, so this guy is amazing because he he became famous for being deaf. He was a deaf composer, and there were, like, documentaries about him being the next Beethoven and all this stuff. But guess what? He weren't deaf. He did have some bad hearing, but he was not deaf, and it eventually became revealed through, like someone did an interview with him and noticed that he was doing things like answering questions before the sign language interpreter finished or oh, no. getting up to answer the doorbell <laughs> well um, so not only was he not deaf he didn't write that music it was it was <laughs> wow. entirely ghostwritten by another guy uh, and i love how on wikipedia it says associated acts and that's his ghostwriter takashi migaki <laughs> who who actually wrote all the music that he claimed to have written and it was also to like build a story around himself it's that, pretty amazing that would
0: be like if Milli Vanilli on stage with when they got caught with the record also like peeled off their flesh and they weren't human <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah I think I think Milli Vanilli is uh, less ethically questionable Absolutely. Uh,
0: uh, I am fine with Millie Vanilla. I'm going to go on record. I'm fine yes. with Millie Vanilla. I'm, I'm fine
1: with every every big pop star who doesn't write their own songs. You know, I I understand the complexity of the machinery at work. It's and I respect it. I respect the complexity of the machine. I don't have to like it, but uh, yeah, uh that I I recall that story and then I recall, I recall thinking of oh, the music is also isn't even very good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, Tim, did you say you had another fraud? Yeah, my favorite fraud in video game history is a man, have you all heard of this man, name of Kenji Eno, who mm. lied on his resume and then went on to just make beautiful video games. Oh, yeah. So let us not forget this man who, uh, who a walked into, who famously was like, yeah, I've worked at video game companies and I designed a video game, just lied about stuff, but th- then went ahead and did it. He backed so, it up. He, he's the king of, he's the best fraud. He's the hero. Of frauds, and the he white a, hat fraud, and he was a beautiful man. And okay. I, met, I met him uh, once. Me that's, too. That's the end of the story. He was cool, wonderful guy.
2: Frank, you had the first question of the show, but because you showed up a half hour late, we're going to skip it. Oh, good, because I forgot that too. Great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, jumping flash was Jay flash. first. Re- it was first released twenty five years, years ago
1: today. I don't know if it sure. Was today. Oh, no. No, it was in April. Yeah, whatever. Uh, I
2: want to know how has 3D platforming evolved since that day?
1: Period. It has not. Because why don't we got any more Jumping Flash? Wow. Right?
3: Yeah. I Where's mean, my Jumping Flash for? Four?
1: Mario added the third person thing. Can you believe this? I, I managed to talk to some people who worked on Jumping Flash. And uh, the conversation came around to a point or at a point to uh, Super Mario 64. And I recall. This this guy I worked with who had worked on Jumping Flash being like, yeah, they, they couldn't figure out how to get the camera outside of the person and have the game be fun. So that's why it's got this FPS style. And I'm like, wow, couldn't figure out how to. And it's just when you think back, so Jumping Flash is a first person 3D platformer. The jumps are as high as they are because jumping in first person sucks. And uh, it just sucks in general. So they yeah, made the and They needed
3: to tilt it down so you could see the ground and figure out where you were going.
1: So the character design, everything followed that, right? Which I find very remarkable and wholesome. It's it's a robustly wholesome development tale, I believe. Yeah. But why like else they,
0: would you make that character?
1: Yeah, I know it rules. <laughs> it rules. So they, I just, I, I, I have that little. That's my one anecdote about Jumpy Flash. So like we did, couldn't believe it that they were able to get the camera outside of the character and have the game be fun. Because we tried that, it's like, wow, oh, that's like. Think back to that. Think back to when there were 3D video games and people didn't know... uh, I mean, you know, complaining about the camera in a 3D platformer is a tradition as old as 3D platformers, apparently. But not Jumping Flash. The one 3D platformer people didn't complain about the camera for, because it's uh, first person. But, uh... Yeah. So the way the the genre has evolved is uh, people just... They're always going to complain about the camera, because it'll never be perfect.
3: Um... There was a guy on the Insert Credit Forums named Diamond Digger Seven I mean 870. And he was talking about how it seemed that in the West the platforming genre has evolved from you know uh in, in 3D from cutesy stuff to parkour and it's kind of all become parkour. But then I was sort of I've been thinking about this and like it feels in a way that in the West, you have you have platformers for kids, sort of. I, I mean, not really for kids, but in air quotes for kids, like Ratchet and Clank and Spyro and stuff, which are very kind of horizontal-oriented. There's a lot of stuff you can see, and um, there's combat, and you're kind of jumping around. And then the platforming for adults is like Uncharted and Assassin's Creed, and it's all very... And Mirrors as, and it's Edge, and it's all very parkour oriented but Mm -hmm. then in japan you've got basically it's all platforming is for kids sort of like you've got your marios and your sonics and stuff but they don't really have an adult oriented one they all sort of integrated that stuff into maybe devil may cry like or platinum games where you spend all your time in the air doing air combos but the the platforming element seems diminished and so that's that's I, I don't, there's got to be something that I'm missing from the Japanese side that is actually like an, a more quote unquote adult oriented platforming 3D experience that I just can't think of because most of the modern platforming I can think of for, for Japan is 2D still.
1: I think there's just not enough modern platforming to be honest. And you know what? I, I called this uh, on the Action Button Discord the other day. I called it, and I'm, I'm calling it out loud here on the record in about 5 years everyone is going to talk about how super Ma- you're going to see a lot of people say actually super mario odyssey was better than breath of the wild dude you're going to see people saying that in 5 years i'm not going to say i agree with them i'm just going to say that uh uh people are going to be freaking out about super mario odyssey in a couple of years they're going to realize how cool it was and then they're going Somebody to Somebody said that to me
2: when i bought a switch they said if you're going to buy one game buy super mario odyssey
1: oh that's and- wild Yeah. Yeah, they're out there. Shout out out to my
0: friend Mark.
1: They're out there saying it.
0: Mm -hmm. I don't know. Real good game. It's all about uh, it's just a game about finding new ways to make moving around feel fun. It's the entire game.
3: I really don't know why I couldn't stick with it. I just couldn't like I played. I don't know how much did you play? Breath of the Wild is definitely the only Zelda that I've ever completed and I completed the heck out of it. But Super Mario Odyssey I got I, I how far I just did you got get? to the end of, like, the desert-y area. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. That's yeah. about as far as
1: I got. So the thing is, each world of Mario Odyssey kind of feels like a different game, sort mm. of. Uh, and uh, I guess if you weren't sticking with it, that's one thing. I can understand that. another, My big theory, though, and I've heard a lot of stories like yours, Brandon, and here's my big theory. My big theory is that people only have it in them to play one really big game per year. One, like, yeah. huge. And I feel like yeah. Breath of the Wild was so big. That it coming out six months before this Mario, come on! I don't know. I think a lot yeah. of people just—I
3: did wait an entire year to try to play that Mario, and then I tried to play it again, uh-huh. and uh, I still—it just on like I—I I wasn't compelled. I didn't get what was supposed to keep me through, which it felt very strange because I objectively know what's what yeah. I'm supposed to like, but I just wasn't—I wasn't having a fun time, I, which I. It's it's inexplicable to me. I would love to figure it out. Maybe I will someday. But I Were like, you playing
1: it portable or on a TV? On a TV. Yeah, I mean, I um, played it on a TV, too, so I mean, I don't know what I'm trying to say here. Yeah. I mean, I just, I, I think let's, let's just keep poking at this. Let's it. figure this
0: out right yeah. now.
3: <laughs> I really yeah. appreciate the craft of it. It's so well done and so well put together. It's got together a bunch of there. Sega
1: composers in there doing the music. Yeah, and there's tons of little... And there's so much Sega music you haven't even heard yet in
3: that game. <laughs> you want things... All right,
1: we're out of time. Stick with it for the Sega music.
2: Try. Here is our next question. Should you be so prepared for it? After making big moves to initially promote it, Microsoft announced this week that they're shutting down the streaming platform Mixer.
1: Yeah, LMAO.
2: What happens when a gaming community loses its space? Well, yeah. yeah. I was
3: just looking at this awesome tweet of MMOs. Like as they're shutting down, it's like in their last hour. It's just it's always like a group of people doing emotes or being like, "I actually loved you all this time," <laughs> or whatever kind of stuff. It's 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 like watching watching everyone's last day of high school or something, you know? Yeah, um, where they're all trying to get that last thing in there. And um, this this is of course a bit different from that, but it it made me. I've always been fascinated by that. There there was someone on the old insert credit forums who chronicled the the end of playstation home or maybe that was even on select button i don't that remember.
2: was on select button one of my favorite threads there good but yeah it was
3: really good and just like showing all the spaces that used to be there and what they were sort of intended for and like there was a whole a whole iram zone with all kinds of stuff and iram wasn't even doing that much at that time beyond playstation home stuff <laughs> um yeah, I don't know the with with Mixer like they're they say that they're going to have a partnership with Facebook Gaming, but what does that even mean? It's not like they're giving Facebook Gaming the technology because they already have some. So they're yeah. just going to what suggest to their streamers, maybe you could go over here.
0: Well, I think it's that Facebook Gaming is going to be the thing that's built into Xbox now for streaming.
3: Oh, gonna...
1: right. Okay. Yeah, I see. yeah, that's what I have intuited as well, and I got to say
0: that makes uh that makes the Xbox the most evil one now.
1: Yeah, it yeah. does. I love Xbox, but I don't know about that, man. Um, and also, I just spent three years of my life working at a job where the first year, my my yearning was, was quashed by a dude with a man bun who had signed some deal with Facebook saying that we would stream our video games exclusively on Facebook. Some guy with a man bun who was wearing Vibram five-finger shoes in 2017, signed a deal, left-handed, with bad handwriting, I assume. Uh, No, I saw his handwriting. It was bad. He was one of those people who forced himself to become left-handed to be different. And uh, he, uh, no offense to left-handed people, I'm ambidextrous, (laughs) etc. Some taken to
0: to natural left-handers.
1: Yeah, yeah, to no offense to us natural left-handers. So uh, I mean, I call myself a left hander, even though I'm ambidextrous, because I, you know, whatever. So, basically, you all know about what Facebook did to about with the with the whole video industry, right? Yes. They, yeah, Yeah. they they inflated views. I was getting. We were. I had to spend half a day prioritizing my video for Facebook, getting it out on Facebook, and tagging it on Facebook, and putting up a thumbnail on Facebook. Your video got eight hundred thousand hits on Facebook, dude. It's like it turns out it actually. Didn't even get like twenty thousand, right? So it's like stuff like that was completely wild. So I'm I'm like, I I hate Facebook now. I I used to dislike it. Now I hate it, and they can go uh die in a fire for all I'm concerned. Mark Zuckerberg, I'm sorry. I hate to say somebody can go die, but Zuckerberg, come on, you know GTFO the Earth is all I'm saying. Getting a rocket, you know, get him, one of those Tesla and rockets
3: Bezos can get on. Uh get in elon musk's rocket with him and they can just heck off to mars
1: yeah just yeah, get your butt to mars with zuckerberg so i was thinking about this mixer thing and apparently ninja ninja had uh had like taken a day off streaming the day before it happened apparently and uh all of the ninja fans were either uh, uh psychotically irate or they were like conspiracy theorizing what's going to happen and then they announced uh that that mixer's gone and I'm actually looking at Ninja's Twitter right now for about the first time in forever. Ninja, uh, the wonderbread of people, no offense to him, uh, he's, uh, he's, just, he's got a real wonderbread personality. I'm scrolling down his Facebook or his, his, his Twitter, and there's not, no talk whatsoever about the Mixer thing, which is professional like, of him. And I'm, I'm seeing that, I didn't know this, his Valorant team is called Team Ninja? right? It's what? Valorant? Oh, no. Valorant. That's how I would pronounce it. I don't know. I thought
2: it was Valorant. Valorant?
1: Said Valorant. Yeah. I'm, I I, I'm calling it Valorant. I don't know. I Because that's how much I care. I'm actually, I'm actually in on it. Uh, I have a Valorant account. I don't know how it's called. I don't know what it's called. So it's called Team Ninja. There's like another streamer named Destiny. There's like <laughs> a whole bunch of these streamers. God, there was another one I saw the other day. I saw like a streamer whose name was, like, just the name of a video game, you know? And it's like, oh, like, but it, it, he doesn't actually know that game? Somebody help me out here. It's uh, Somebody in the comments, uh, get on the comments. Uh, where's the chat? Somebody in the <laughs> chat, tell me. There's There's a streamer whose name is just the name of, like, a video game that I'm pretty sure the streamer doesn't even know about the game. It's just he thinks that's, like, a cool name that he thinks he
3: made up himself there's there's more than one of these I, i'm serious so i had a i had a little ninja side note with him being Wonder Bread and all which is he was on that masked singer show if you're aware of the oh this yeah show. yeah oh. oh this oh i
1: was going off on this in the discord the other day uh, yeah, but it, yeah
3: it's uh, it's quite something because i mean you know he he was in there just you know not doing a good job and whatever but my favorite bit was when they unmasked him and they're like it's Ninja. He's a YouTuber and a gamer, and no one knew. <laughs> and nobody yeah, knew who he yeah, was, and they're great. all like, "Oh, polite applause." And it was, uh... <laughs> we're not Did teenagers. You... And also, they called him... him a YouTuber, which I love because <laughs> oh, he I love he... it because that's you know he it's like
1: calling a Sega Nintendo. Yeah, like he uh, he was also on some. Everybody saw him trying to slice bread on that Bon Appetit. Oh show. yeah, I forgot about that. So apparently, my my theory is that the reason he signed with Mixer is because a uh, some some greasy dude uh you know some some guy was like hey uh we're gonna we'll give you freedom to explore your interests and his interests are just being mayonnaise spread on white bread basically. i thought it was that
2: the big he, bag it, of
0: money but it could be that um, probably
2: both that's interesting when is it pleasant to feel lost in a video game map
3: oh uh, that's a good question Hmm. Uh, when it looks real cool, that's one.
1: I was going to say in the original, the original Doom. It's fun to be lost in the original Doom.
3: I don't like it that much being lost <laughs> in the original Doom.
1: You don't like it when the when the map is like ninety nine percent empty, and then when you finally chance across an enemy you haven't killed yet, it's it's it just like scares the heck out of you.
3: I guess that that moment is good, but the the like continuing to go back over each little square and be like okay I've been here all right I've been over yeah I've seen that one uh was I here I think so you know like w- when when you're when you're hunting for that last little uh you know door opening device and uh I mean I guess that's more doom 2 or whatever but you uh can't can't find the one little bit that the game was was hiding from you and, and mm-hmm. you can't finish the level and you're almost done. That part's not that fun
0: to me. I like when games reward you for being in weird places when you're lost. So that could be a, a moment of, of fun is just discovering the this hidden treasure chest or something.
2: Oh, when the game expects you to get that lost.
0: Yeah. Or just I I feel acknowledged for trying to explore, I guess. I don't mm-hmm. know if that counts as being lost, but that's, I don't know. I I don't really explore much these days. I just kind of play the game now. So mm-hmm. when I'm when I'm at least uh, rewarded a little bit uh, for going outside the uh, the straight line, that's kind of fun.
3: I do a lot of exploring, and so I guess there are a lot of times in open world games where I'm rewarded for being lost. I was just playing that uh, Witcher Three, which Tim described as extremely polished and perfect, which was <laughs> hilarious to me because. I don't know, it's, it's probably, polished. It's probably different on the PC than it is on the PS4, which is where I'm playing it. But you know, I'm the the, the second cutscene I encountered, the camera was halfway through my horse's face. <laughs> yeah, I, that I don't I saw that on Twitter. First I, I of can all see the horse's tongue, I love it. First love of
1: it. all, there's a there's that there's that genre of uh of of, of tweet slash YouTube video that's the. Uh, just funny cutscene physics fails or whatever in video games that just kinda
3: I know I know you're you're anti that, but that <laughs> that's um But yeah, you know, yeah, I'm not exactly making a I just, compilation. I just for... want to
1: clear out that, that was a uh that was not that was a, a, a mid side quest dialogue. That was not like a, a marquee side quest dialogue. It was not like a uh, a side quest intro or outro. It was like a mid like they're doing once you see how much of a goddarn game there is in there.
3: Oh, there's a bunch of it. I, in you'll... fact, that's what makes, might make me stop playing it. But uh, to to get to the the discovery bit, like I was walking through a, an area, and there was it, it, an abandoned town, and there was a well, and I was like, I wonder what happens if I jump into this well. And I jumped into the well, and there was, you know, like a hanging corpse there and there was some side questy stuff to do and it was kind of an interesting little side note. Of course, I did the quest in the complete wrong order because of that and had to go back and get the prompt. But I like when a game rewards me for just being like, what's over here? Is there is there a little something? I guess it's a little different from being lost, but it's it's like in that kind of game, it doesn't matter if you're lost because probably there's gonna be something fun to find. Uh I like that. I appreciate it.
1: I feel like I haven't been lost in a video game in, uh, in forever, because, uh, like a modern video game anyway, because, uh, you know, a game that has a mini-map, can you ever actually get lost? I tried to get lost in, like, Red Dead Redemption 2, I guess I sorta of did, and it didn't feel super good, but it felt kinda of cool, like, cause I know Red Dead Redemption 2 has a bunch of, uh, a bunch of, like, super, super deeply hidden things. Super deeply hidden lore things in it.
0: Yeah, because it feels like ten percent of that map is there to do the game stuff, and the other ninety percent is just there.
1: There's like cabins in the middle of the woods that have nothing in them, or there's just like there's some items and there's stuff you want to like. So I don't know about being lost, but in in the game The Last of Us, which uh, I have recently played a bunch of times, the original The Last of Us, there's a whole lot of off the beaten path places. That you can go through, and uh, just buildings you can walk up and around and inside. And there's like super articulate, like super considered world building stuff in there. Like a bunch of candles and a shrine to like somebody who died. Uh, just like in a in, a, in a, a an otherwise empty room that's uh destroyed by the apocalypse that you might never even go anywhere near. But it's like a whole bunch of original art that's not used elsewhere in the game, a whole bunch of 3D assets, stuff like that. I feel like if there were an open world game that had stuff that was that deeply considered hidden, I feel like The Witcher 3 and Red Dead Redemption 2 kind of do, but uh anyway. That
3: would be good. I've mentioned this game a few times and it's unfortunate cuz nobody can really play it, but colors for the <laughs> Gizmondo <laughs> Um, it's theoretically
0: it, possible, but unlikely that you yeah. will play colors
3: in, in that game. Jeez, I've mentioned this exact sequence before, but there's a sequence where you're chasing a literal white rabbit after you take some drugs. Um, and that's not what's interesting about it, really. But you're, you're going down this hallway and everything's blurry and you are actually <laughs> lost.
2: That's all we can hear about this game that no one can play.
1: final answer the desert in breath of fire three sure uh we'll be right
2: back after a very short break vsb after these messages hi i'm alex jaffe you may know me from the insert credit show or at least the good episodes of it i'm here to tell you about a service called dc universe if you live in the united states uh you can give us eight dollars a month and you can read 23,000 comic books, and some of them are pretty good. Batman's in them, Batman's in like most of them. You like Batman? I bet you like Batman. That's dcuniverse.com. Offer code insert credit gets you absolutely nothing, but you can try it.
1: Well, I'm gonna go Mr. Toilet again because yeah, uh, I'm big boy toilet man, so I'll be right back.
2: Big Boy Toilet Man. Okay, are we ready to go on?
0: Yeah, uh, I am. Oh, man. Hi. Although
3: there's, my dog is going to be making some squeaking sounds. That's Just good. good. Really we'll know. keep it in the show. That's
0: Dog's funny. in the show.
2: We now return to Insert Credit. It's time for our Patreon question for the question we address right after the break. Uh I take something that got submitted through patreon.com slash insert credit from one of you kind enough to sponsor the show and feature it right here by going to patreon.com slash insert credit and subscribing at any level. You can get in on this action and get episodes one day early,
1: one day early. Yeah.
2: Day's question by Samuel. Samuel asks, What is the worst thing to happen to you while you were playing a video game which wasn't part of the game itself?
3: (laughs) Uh, Well, this this isn't actually, this is probably not the worst thing, but it it came to mind and is a funny story. So uh, we got the cops called on us when we were playing Uh some fighting games. It was me and uh, Vincent Diamante and Patrick Miller and uh, other friends of the show. We're hanging out in Los Angeles at Vince's apartment. And uh, I guess we were a little too boisterous in our playing of, I don't know what we were playing, like Rumblefish 2 and and Break Blow and stuff. Fester Twist, baby. Yeah. And so the cops got called on us. We got a noise complaint and they knocked on the door and we opened the door thinking it was going to be like another another friend showing up. And it's a cop and he... That's the opposite he, of a
2: friend. It's the opposite
3: of a friend. And he looks at us and I can tell he's completely taken aback because he was all, you know, he was in kind of like semi hard mode, not really necessarily knowing what was going to happen because we he were thought in it like, was like
1: homicidal domestic abuse. That was happening. Yeah,
3: he thought he, we were in like eco okay. union, somewhat rough and tumble area. And he was like, OK, I got to be ready for anything. And then he opens the door and it's like a bunch of nerds sitting on the floor with arcade sticks <laughs> And he looks at it and he's like, he looks at us and he's like, uh, I guess we got a noise complaint. Um, I don't know. Keep it down. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) He was so annoyed that he had had to come out and talk to to a bunch of dweebs (laughs) playing fighting games. Um, And he just turned around and left in a huff. Uh, So that wasn't probably the worst thing that has ever happened to me. Like, I'm sure I've injured myself falling over and spilled a drink and exploded my laptop or whatever, but that was the first thing that
0: came to mind. So I got one. um, It doesn't involve playing a game. It involves anticipating playing a game. At whatever E3 they debuted Super Mario Galaxy on the Wii, Uh, I really want to play that game and I didn't really have any good ways of, of skipping the line, but I didn't care. I had time between appointments and I stood in that line like a plebe. And I waited I believe an hour to play this demo of Super Mario Galaxy next in line. Ready to go. There was the the guy who was playing was just about done. And uh, Nintendo people shuffle a guy in a suit in front of me. They like give him a cut in my line. Oh, and that guy is Peter Molyneux.
2: Speaking of frauds. (laughs) He played
3: it and he's like this would be better if there were a dog that you could feel sad about.
0: Oh my (laughs) god. And that's when he designed The Last of Us Part 2. He loves
3: The Last of Us Part 2. Don't spoil
1: anything about The Last of Us Part 2 by the way. Unlike uh, haters, I'm actually playing the game right now. Everyone
3: knows that you have to be sad about a dog in that game. No, I
1: did did not know that you have to be sad about a dog in that game. No, I did not know that. I mean, so, I,
3: think, I think that that's something that happens immediately.
1: That no, I've uh, played it for five hours, so I've not seen anything bad happen to a dog. I a will
2: little. say you do kill the dog many times in Super Mario World.
0: I kill the dog. <laughs> I kill the dog. You don't have to. You're good. You don't kill
1: that dog. I'm going <laughs> to tell you what the worst thing that ever happened to me while I was playing a video game was. Please! Is I kind of thought, I should write something about this. <laughs> <laughs> And now, 20, 20 years later, every single person I've ever met has been viciously disappointed in me. <laughs> so, that, that's, how does that answer your question, huh?
3: That's a slow it, burn it, on that one.
1: Yeah. Um, the worst, <laughs> thing that,
2: worst thing that ever happened to me while I was playing a video game, I got really into Final Fantasy Tactics Advance stayed up a few hours past my bedtime Uh and heard uh what I am pretty sure was my parents having sex.
1: Ooh, that's no good. That's not
3: great. Yeah, that stuck with me.
1: FFTA. No good. FFTA will do that to you.
3: Has has that ruined the experience of playing Final Fantasy Tactics for you? Uh, No, actually. still a great game. (laughs) Okay. Tactics Advance is pretty
2: legit. It has ruined uh, staying up late. So I don't do that so much
3: anymore. Don't,
1: don't stay up late. Never stay up late. Nothing good happens after a certain hour. I'll tell you what about Final Fantasy Tactics Advance is I, I did not like it when I first played it. And then later, I played it on an emulator. And I enjoyed it immensely. So I have a problem. I had a problem enjoying anything on the Game Boy Advance despite loving the way the original Game Boy Advance felt. My eyes with such that I couldn't see well enough to enjoy the game.
3: I have a thing with Final Fantasy Tactics where like, uh, well, we're making a, a tactics game right now. And I I have a great respect for people who play it and don't say you must really like Final Fantasy Tactics because oh, yeah. our game is is nothing like it. FFG. And I don't like Final Fantasy Tactics very much. So when, when someone can can hold that back and play the game and not compare it to the one game that they played, I, I, re- I have a lot of respect for that.
1: FFT is, uh, you know what? I like it uh, enough. I like it enough, but I'm just gonna say that it is it is the poser's choice for tactics games. No offense, sure posers. I
3: think it's visually striking. It's got a lot of good elements to it. Music is good, cohesive. Music's great. Yeah, but but if you got a tactics game where it takes a Full second and a half to rotate when you hit the button, and it makes a big shkong. Oh, it could it sound. Could, it, could, it could
1: be quite modernized. It could, I would yeah, I would be up for a remake uh, of a of a remaster variety. You know. I
2: think the takeaway here is play it later emulator.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Exactly.
2: If you needed to prove your good moral standing to a courtroom using only your video game save files, which ones would you present?
0: Oh my goodness. Moral standings based on save files. Oh, yes. Which video just...
2: game save files would you use to prove you're a good person? Well, I so, mean, you,
3: you could. So you could be like, check out the degree to which I explicitly went down the Paragon path of of Mass Effect. I think is where. Yeah, that's, that's the ticket. Right. Okay. Oh, well, that's about wow. it. Yeah,
0: that's. A, that, I mean, otherwise it's just like, look, I wasted a lot of time and got a bunch of the goodies.
3: No, <laughs> you could be like, all right, check. How about this? You could be like, a uh, uh, wow, sorry, I said a lot of fluff words right in a row. What happened to me? I just had like a little brain explosion. <laughs> <laughs> but you could take, for example, your Sonic Adventure 2 save file and be like, look how many chow I breeded. Oh, see, uh-huh. I was
0: I was where, where I thought you were going was I could take my save file for Sonic Adventure 2 and be like, look, I only played the Sonic part. Right,
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, like oh, uh, the Grand Theft, the later Grand Theft Auto games uh, keep track of how many crimes you do. Look how oh, yeah. low my number is. I don't right. even
3: do it in video games. My Grand Man, Theft Auto Four for... would be spotless. Right. They, they I, talked I... for so long about about how you could, you really could just be a pizza delivery person in Grand Theft Auto, and no, that you can't. means the violence isn't bad. Of course, you can't. Wait, wait. Like you have to.
0: Tim and I tried this on an intercredit podcast with Grand yeah. Theft Auto 5. We tried to oh, right. obey the law. It just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We tried to. Um, well,
3: that's I, the system for you.
1: So when I, when I say my, uh, my Grand Theft Auto 4 save would be, would be spotless, uh, basically what I'm saying is I have zero... You can actually have like zero murders on your stats screen. They have this extremely long stats screen. So I, when I played Grand Theft Auto 4, because I did a review of it for actionbutton.net way back in the day, uh, if you're listening to this show because you watch my new YouTube videos, there's a lot of video of reviews you could read instead of asking me what I think about a game. You could see it back there. Uh, just letting you all know that. Uh, I, I did, for the purpose of the review, talk uh, extensively about how I played without committing any optional crime. And I never, st- I stole zero cars stole zero cars i only used the cars provided by the story that's I, what i did yeah i had an enjoyable time whenever i was stuck somewhere took a taxi took a
0: taxi
2: every yeah. time you could call up your cousin to send yeah. you
0: a taxi you know the taxi was the best part of that game and it just you know for that to be the best part just feels like an insult to what that game is
1: yeah it's uh... a. <laughs> I mean, uh, man, I actually just downloaded Grand Theft Auto 5 yesterday on Steam. I own it, but I, I just never downloaded it. It's the Steam sale right now, dude. Oh, happy it's, Steam sale, everybody. It's
0: the summer sale. Maybe well, I... I got that game free on that Epic store. so. Oh, right. excellent. I mean, I got so it. So, how would you
2: prove your innocence to a courtroom using video games?
1: I would be like, look, I resisted the temptation of the most. The, the i resisted i resisted the notoriously sticky sweet temptation to commit virtual catastrophe all over the unwitting innocent citizens of this digital city and only did the story missions in grand theft auto i can prove that i got to the end of the game only doing the story missions they involved killing but i didn't kill any of the pedestrians like the ign reviewer who said of grand theft auto 3 that you can you could kill anybody you want, and you could, kill, you could pay people money and then kill them and take the money back. It's like, oh, that's a weird thing. to. The game doesn't force you to do
0: that. But I, I didn't read this review that you probably made up, but that's no, what everyone real. said it's, about the game at the time. That, that was how people talked about it. It's actually real.
1: Yeah, so that's how people talked about it. And I can be like, I, I managed to resist it and had a okay. very good
0: time. But that that is an arbitrary morality system because it's true, it's true. Uh, it can be argued that by not engaging with the fun mechanics that people crunch to bring you, you dishonored them.
2: Or That's... what if you loaded up a game with a bunch of collectibles and showed that you completed it without getting any? Because I don't take things that aren't mine.
3: I, I guess there there are you know no no kill runs of games like Deus Ex and. Maybe even Dishonored. Um, maybe you could do like a no-kill Oh, run don't of, show them Dishonored. They'll think you're dishonorable. Oh, kaboom. Check I, out how I honored this game. I did um, a
1: no-kill Metal Gear Solid 2 run. I had that on a memory card. Zero well, kills. Zero kills. All non-violent.
3: You could try to do a, a non-violent run of something in real time for them. Uh, in front of their faces and be but like, But it has well, look, to use a memory
0: card, like. though. That was
3: yeah, I guess it's the memory card situation. I yeah. think
1: doing a non-violent run in Metal Gear Solid Two is so technically paraphernalia that I would just look like a serial killer <laughs> yeah. if I demonstrated that I that I did it that I had done it. I'm gonna tell you yeah. what I killed everybody in Metal Gear Solid Three.
0: I killed them all. Oh yeah, that, well that's... that's role playing. Yeah. he would have done that, big boss. He did do that because it's in the past, so we know right. what happened.
1: It's in the Can't. past. Snake. God, I love Solid Snake. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: Akio Next Otsuka does question. Solid Snake.
1: Akio Otsuka voices Wam Wamu in uh, season two of JoJo, or not season part two of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the anime, and uh, his performance is delightful. Uh, it's delightful to hear Solid Snake voicing uh, this uh, this legendary being, one of the pillar <laughs> men.
3: That's, that's, the, uh, that's the Washington Mutual character, right? Exactly.
1: Oh.
0: <laughs> that's exactly what that is. It's
3: named after the
1: band Wham. But uh, Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a
2: good, That's a good part of the show. Number seven. What's something you might hear about a game that's clearly meant to be positive but will completely turn you off?
1: Well, oh, well, well I mean, everything. come on. I know Frank's answer already. It was like, 80 yeah. hours long. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. my answer. I uh, mean, I just saw on Kotako.com today. There was a post that was like Sean Layden. Y'all know Sean Layden. Guy had an excellent tailor. He wore very good suits Uh, when he was on stage at Sony. He had said in some interview or some podcast, he was like, oh, there should be more short games that are easier to develop, take less time to develop, cost less money. And then you go into the comments on any blog post reporting on that, and it's just people being like, he clearly is out of touch with what the gamers want. <laughs> and it's like, man, all I want is... A, a twelve hour main quest with a, a billion quadrillion side quests. That's what I would like.
3: Yeah, Just give me good like good the Yakuza stuff. games. Give me yeah, exactly.
1: Right. The, I mean, I'm, basically, now you have now you understand why uh, I'm so excited to review Yakuza Zero for my video series because that'll be fun. That's going to be my 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 big angle segment. Going to be talking about game length. God, yeah. That game's good. Why Zero is good. Oh,
3: I, I think one. This this may not be a popular opinion but one that I don't like to hear is you know like swap between tons of weapons I don't want that many weapons I want I want a, a couple weapons that feel good that I can use in different situations but like when they when they like the hot swapping of weapons in Doom Eternal, for example, is supposed to be really fun. And I, I do not find it fun to do that. Don't in even that get game. me
1: started on Doom Eternal because I'll be talking about that in my next video for Action Button quite extensively. But uh, I, uh, you know what? I'll just say, here's all I'll say I don't like that game. I love it, but I don't, I do not like it.
3: I'm yeah, had that a, makes sense. had a real good time, but uh, I look back at it and I'm like, oh, man. Ah. Here's. Here's one that, that I'm not sure how I feel about when I see like something along the lines of your choices affect the future of the world and stuff. I feel like I'm going to be getting some hacked in binary choice of, do you want to blow up the world or don't you kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Fable really ruined
1: that. (laughs) Fable, Fable killed it before it could even get, get started. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was always like this choice. Would you like to give this man a dollar or whatever it is, a gold coin? And then you give him a gold coin. That man started a church that <laughs> enslaved children and yeah. murdered Did women. Did you know that every choice <laughs> it's like, is okay, bad? Okay, all right. All right, man. Like, I don't know. It's like, it's. I, I, I was long ago, uh, long ago, the, the wool was pulled out from over my eyes, if that's the expression, uh, and I realized video games are fake. And the stories are just kind of manipulated by game designers. I I get a little I get a little peeved. This is this is actually going to sound bad, and I know this is what you're saying is a uh, i when someone says a uh, that the narrative has a lot of choices. Yeah, I I I feel like uh oh, The Witcher Three has a lot of choices, but nobody really says I love The Witcher Three because there's so many choices. They they're busy talking about other stuff. You know, I got
0: one. I got one. If in an interview, a developer mentions having a kid and that changing their perspective like, on. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm done. Yeah. I'm not gonna play that one.
3: Uh, here's another one, which is retro styled. Type it mm-hmm. anything. Um, if you, if or you just eighties,
0: like eighties aesthetic.
3: Yeah. If anyone says eighties, or if they say, or if they say the word aesthetic in the thing, it's. Uh, and also, I'm getting tired of uh, the word whimsical, because if I Ooh. if I never play another twee Sony Santa Monica kind of loop-de-doo <laughs> game again, I think I'll be okay. So What's yeah. worse, whimsical or
1: irreverent? I think irreverent is pretty bad.
3: I th- yeah, I think irreverent is worse. I, and to be clear, I love whimsical games. I just don't like... Big fan of like, the Like, I like that Pikuniku game. That's, it's like, got exactly those things that i, I can't just have said.
1: piku niku that's i'm a vegetarian
3: they, that's right it has all those things that i just said i don't like but it does it well and it's not like oh. get ready to flop through the the magical whimsical whatever i don't know they're, they're not trying to pull one over on you okay I the guess.
1: batman games are 75 percent off on steam everybody looks if like you like all, batman get those games looks like daddy's playing batman not tonight there was something I, I I was gonna say something about something related to a Batman game, but I'm just gonna never mind.
0: Oh, I, what I want to say is what, <laughs> what are those dudes up to? Oh, very good. There We're,
2: are rumors. I can I can say stuff, sure, but I I'm,
1: won't. I'm sure Jaffe is bombarded with uh, rumors and speculation all the time. Yeah, uh, you
3: mean Rocksteady about Rocksteady?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, Rocksteady. Yeah,
3: there's well, a they're rumor. Probably making a new uh, a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Game from um, the perspective of the villains. From the perspective of Spike Spiegel. Yeah.
1: From Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> sure. Okay. Why not? Next question, please. <laughs> oh. The next here question is. is Should I get them Batman games?
0: <laughs> uh, I'm the answer get them. is yes.
1: I'm going to get yeah. them Batman games. I'm going to do it. I'll do it later. Uh, do if, it.
0: if you play Asylum, talk to me because there's some good mod stuff
1: to do. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, I'm just going to buy all of these
0: ones listed here. I just, just played there. through Asylum two weeks ago again. Frank! 99, Frank. 99. What's
2: up? What's up, Alex? Last week, you mentioned that your favorite video game genre is jump around and talk to people. I'll Mm -hmm. have to
0: trust you on that. Okay. What
2: did you mean by that? And what are the best games in this genre?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Jump around and talk
0: to people. Night in the Woods, I believe, was what you were referencing. Yeah, Yeah, Night in the Woods is up there. (laughs) Jump around and talk to people. I like Bez
3: on that one, even though I know that the controls are floppy and it's all weird, but I like that one.
0: Uh, And I wouldn't consider that one. I mean, it technically is. Um, but the jumping around just, I don't know when I say that I'm thinking more of a like a monster world kind of game, um, where it's a game about moving around in a fun way and, and, and hitting stuff, but you go to town and there's people. Let me think. Uh, I think the reason that it came up was actually, uh, one of my suggestions from the bundle for racial justice, which was a short hike. That's a little Uh, one. Yeah. A little hike. That was uh, that. That's maybe my favorite jump around and talk to people game. Like I just Biz want a cave game. story jump around and talk to people. No, uh, there's not enough talking. No, uh, I don't feel like I bandia. go to a place that is inhabited by people. I think that's the key. What about Land Stalker? Uh, that's pretty close. <laughs> there's but some people in there. There's not a lot of jumping in towns. I you don't know, think. I guess there's some. Oh, there's plenty of jumping in know. towns. <laughs> you know what game I think
1: is a jump around and talk to people game? Frank, we'll
0: go for it. What? Super Mario Odyssey,
1: yeah, that's I not think, bad. I think Super Mario Odyssey is maybe this is how to sell Super Mario Odyssey to Brandon. It's way more of a of a hangout game than it is a platform game. I think
3: I have tried to view it that. The way. The desert
1: world sucks, though. Yeah, like that's like the the first two worlds suck. Uh, they, yeah, they're not the rest for me. It opens way up, and then every level is is extremely sweet to me. Alright. I don't think the give Desert World's
0: go. okay though. You got the little town.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well they're they're okay, but they, they suck compared to some of the later stuff in Yeah, I opinion. agree with that.
0: Yeah.
1: They're still better than most games.
3: The first one of those that really got me, I think, was Kadash, which mm. was first in the arcade and then on the PC engine and I guess also on the Genesis. But in that game, you it I guess that was the first game for me, even though there was like already Castlevania Three and stuff, which I didn't really play that much. Where you could, you had like an action RPG side-scrolling, like actiony deal, and then you would go into a town and talk to people and get quests. And, oh, that's
0: two, not three.
3: Oh, oops, my mistake. Um, Castlevania
0: two. Okay. Oh, then, uh, yeah. Okay.
3: Castlevania. Do you want to hear a really, then,
1: really short story about Castlevania three? Sure. sure. There was a kid yeah. in my school who uh, who loved Castlevania and he constantly said Castlevania, 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 and he was like, "Oh, Castlevania is good," and then he called Castlevania 2 Simon's Quest and Castlevania 3 Castlevania 3 Dracula's Curse. So it was <laughs> it was man Castlevania Simon's Quest and Dracula's
0: Curse are three really Castlevania good Castlevania: Rondo of Blood.
1: Yeah, so it was like he emphasized Simon's Quest, Dracula's <laughs> Curse
0: he had he had to differentiate it yeah. from the other quests and curse. And Castlevania the- Circle of the Moon. <laughs> and, yeah, that's good. Yeah,
1: the, the hearing him say Castlevania was the first time I ever heard a kid say Castlevania, and that kid's name, well, Peter Molyneux. Molyneux. Peter Molyneux. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that kid's name was Simon. So nice. He was nice. nice. Simon, Just having a quest. His name
2: was Simon.
1: Simon's Dracula. Quest. So maybe that's why he pronounced it that way, is because he needed to separate it from his own experience. Or if you his want his
3: to own take name. ownership of it. Diamonds yeah. Quest. Have, have y'all played Kadash? <laughs> no. So there's a bit in that game which I, I really liked where at some point you have to get like this little potion that'll make you small. Yeah. And then when you're small, then you can get into the dwarf village and you don't actually need 100% to go to to part of that area, and so it it feels like it felt like that was just for having a conversation and hanging out.
0: I have um, realized now that I've played this and enjoyed that part. I like yeah, kadesh, yeah, yeah, hangout games. Like I, I don't know. Like I, I think it is. I think it's the same thing as hangout. Is that I want to feel like I'm in a place that's real and has its own rules outside of me and run around in a way that feels good. So, like even the. T- hub town and Sonic adventure kind of scratches that itch for me mm-hmm. in that, you know, I'm running around, I'm doing Sonic stuff and I can just kind of go in this hotel and there's people in the hotel doing hotel stuff. It's not, you know it's, it's an abstracted version of, of, of the ideal version of, of a uh, jump around and talk to people game, but it's there. It's a clue to what's in my head when I say that.
3: Yeah. I like that night in the woods as well for that reason. I mean, it's an obvious choice, but it, it's, the, the movement isn't amazing, but I like to run around on power lines and see how high up I can jump. And then, you know, you get real high up and it's like, oh, there's something here there's somebody to talk to. There's someone else who got up here who was, you know, talking about how their life is hard or talking about how their life is cool. Or there's that person who has new poems for you every yeah. day that they've been writing like that. that
0: but there's like it. five of those. And I don't know, like, I feel like when I played that game, I felt like the movement was just something that it forced me to do to get to the part where I advanced the story but uh it just it just it wasn't a game about moving around it's like the moving around was kind of put on the game about talking to people I yeah. see
3: how you would feel that way, but for me, like I wanted to jump on all the trash cans and and go blonk blong blong, 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 blong well in in front of my uh my cop aunt um just like make a bunch of noise and stuff,
0: so it kind of like run all over the church and just be obnoxious how do you not like mario and you like that that's amazing that's all it's that mario, mario, game mario Odyssey's
2: <laughs> chill dude obstinacy
1: <laughs> is I'm the answer it. there
0: like all you do in mario is you go to the shops and like jump around like an idiot in front of toad like that's that's what that game is
1: yeah you gotta get to new Donk city dude yeah the, oh, the, oh my god the city rules it's like a how very to- good name beautiful piece of level design
2: how about we go right to the lightning round?
1: Right to the
0: light. Oh, the, the oh I don't have to do a question. Round.
2: Cool. Yeah, uh, this lightning round is one that you suggested last week, so we could count this as your question. Oh, I'm amazing. gonna name a bunch of sodas, and you're gonna tell me <laughs> what <laughs> you're going to tell me what that soda is of video games. Sony.
0: Excellent. Yes. Okay, so like the Seven Up of video games, exactly. Okay, got it. Not yeah, cool, uh, cool. We're going to start
2: off easy. With... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're going to start off easy. Yes, cool spot is the Seven Up of video games. No, we're going to start not.
1: off.
2: We're going to start off easy with Mountain Dew. Oh! Uh, Halo. <sighs>
1: oh, just because yeah. they had a marketing deal with Halo doesn't mean they're the Halo of video games.
3: But you know, it 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 kind of is the Halo the the Mountain Dew of video games because it's 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 like very green instant, it's, it's green it's, it's instant <laughs> gratification in a way uh, i think i think feel. it's
0: masculine competitive yeah um so halo halo and call of duty are both fine for me even though those are the stereotype answers they feel right
3: i feel they're i yeah. mean maybe i just got branded too too correctly
0: yeah
2: branded sheffield I number two sheffield. okay diet pepsi oh diet okay pepsi.
0: so it's it's like a good for you-ish option that nobody actually likes. Nah. That Hmm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, you can definitely like Diet Pepsi if you drink just it and not regular Pepsi. Really? Yeah. I,
0: well, I feel I, I don't feel like you can actually prefer it to Diet Coke.
1: Oh, well, uh okay. Uh I don't I'm I don't mean to get too sanctimonious here, but I love Coke Zero. I yeah. will drink Diet Coke, if it is what is available. However, I will almost always, in the absence of Coke Zero and the the presence of Diet Pepsi and Diet Coke, choose Diet Pepsi.
0: Okay. Weird. So what's that of video game?
1: Yeah, interesting. (laughs) An interesting question.
3: (laughs) I feel like it would be like a a remake of a game that some people might prefer, but others might not. Like, I don't know, Shenmue 2 for the Xbox versus the Dreamcast versus the PS4.
0: Yeah, the Xbox version of Shenmue 2. Yeah, the Xbox version <laughs> <Perfect>. of Shenmue 2. <laughs> Next is Dr. Pepper. Okay, this is something that is cloned constantly. Uh, so, oh, uh, I'm going S- Super Mario? Uh, okay. Wow. Super Mario's gonna... not just Coca-Cola? I
3: thought Mario... Well, yeah... Hmm. That's a good point. Um, also,
0: this this cloning kind of ended in like 1996, anyway. So I
3: just saw a new one um, in the in the Safeway. It, it, <laughs> I don't even remember what it was called. Wait, now. you
0: you saw a new Mario clone at the grocery store? Oh, I thought
3: we were talking about uh, Doctor Pepper. <laughs> oh, Doctor
0: Pepper.
3: <laughs> I mean, to be
1: fair, all of these sodas get cloned pretty hardcore.
0: Okay, but the the reason that the cloning comes to mind for me is that it always has like, Doctor something, Doctor you Star, know, Doctor Star. Star. Yeah. Doctor so maybe it's,
3: like the great Guiana sisters or
2: dr
0: mario
1: yeah. i mean it would be probably tetris is my answer then yeah because uh, let's face it games like columns decent well game. then you got like fortress Puyo Puyo.
0: tetris you know like there's I, I, there's Tristris i was thinking stuff. the thing about
2: dr pepper is that it boasts that it has like 23 flavors but no one really knows what they are
0: oh yeah that's a
3: good one 23 too. flavors
1: I mean, that wasn't a marketing thing until... Uh, oh, it was a marketing thing a long time ago, then it disappeared, then it came back. Dr. Pepper also has too many varieties. They have cherry... They have diet, caffeine-free, cherry, vanilla Dr. Pepper exists. Wow! Yeah. There's cherry Dr. Pepper, there's vanilla oh, so Dr. It's Pepper. Oh, Street Fighter too. There's cherry vanilla Dr. Pepper. <laughs> it could be Street Fighter too. You just answered your own question. Um, but yes, uh, it's the Street Street Fighter 2 is the Dr. Pepper of video Jaffe, games. Jappy, I
0: think you won lightning round and you get the question next week. <laughs> Great. Uh,
1: Sierra Mist. I promise I was building up to that. Oh, nice. Um, Sierra <laughs> Mist. Cool Spot. Uh, no. <laughs> Sierra, Sierra Mist is uh, is Pepsi's answer to Sprite. Uh, and Sprite is uh, Coca-Cola's answer to 7-Up. So then 7-Up is an independent, was, was for a long time an independent beverage. And Sierra Mist was uh not popular because pepsi also had mountain dew and then later they brought it back but they added caffeine and they branded it sort of like an energy drink so if we accept the fact that the timelines have slipped and that soda behaviors are several years ahead of video game flavors by virtue of sodas having been around much longer than video games i'm going to say it's for the sake of genesis Oh, you know what? Nice.
2: That's my favorite Bjork song. Soda behaviors. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I'm one thing that I'm learning. Well, I guess I already knew this, but I really don't know that much about soda. <laughs> and
1: I know a whole lot because for the last 14 years, I have been slowly researching and writing a screenplay about Coke too. Uh, hit me up HBO if you would like to talk to me about developing
3: it. moxie. Oh, moxie! Moxie, moxie, product product of New
1: England, of Maine. Yes.
3: I have consumed a moxie once.
0: I've had moxie. Is it I, like classic cola? So or? here's
3: here's what it is. It's like a it's it's something that used to exist that was a it was like one of those tinctures that they would sell in in the in the oldie times. Such was Coca-Cola like a and Dr Pepper as well. Yeah, and. And then it went away for a very long time, and then someone repurchased the brand and made it taste kind of oldie time and look have an oldie times look on it. So it, it, Fallout, it's not a game, but Atari.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the Atari brand. Yeah, I think I think it's, I would
1: say it's the fall, Fallout Four. Uh,
0: yeah, I, I like that.
1: Fallout uh, seventy six. <laughs> RC Cola. Can, you, oh, can I just make a request that you say Iron Brew later? Uh, uh sure. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, our, just making sure we get Iron Brew. I want to talk about Iron Royal Brew. Royal Crown Our, our sequel Ro-
0: is uh, Bonk's Adventure.
3: I was just <laughs> also going to say it was Bonk's Adventure. <laughs> Actually... Uh, because it's, it's an alternative that nobody particularly wants, but a few people are like, yeah, that one's actually the best. Yeah, a few people so actually do like it. Yeah,
1: fun. I think it is bonk. I'm going to tell you what about RC Cola is uh, my mom would buy it sometimes if it was the one that was on sale. And my big brother pretended to like it better. I mean, I, I say pretended because, let me let me tell you, knew the guy well enough to know when he was just uh, making stuff up. And uh, we would occasionally get Shasta. None of us liked Shasta. So... Uh, Coca-Cola was the best. Shasta, not the best. And uh, RC Cola, my brother said, was the best. So there you RC go. RC
3: Cola has a little less sugar in it, I think.
1: Does it? Yeah, I mean, I would believe it. It probably it tastes, tasted like it anyway. Probably tastes, it probably does taste better. It probably tastes closer to Japanese Coke. Fresca. Fresca.
0: So that is a grapefruit soda? Yeah. Am I remembering right? Okay. I've, I've never had a Fresca. Really? okay. I, I remember okay.
3: that it, I think it's East Coast, isn't
0: it? I th- I believe so because my New York grandma drank that. No, that's a fresca? the only explanation.
3: I can I can only hear it in a New York-ish accent and yeah. I think my grandma who is from New Jersey but lived in Florida <laughs> bought Fresca. So.
0: I think I think it's also zero calorie, if I remember right.
2: Yes, it is itself a diet soda. There is no diet Fresca cuz it's already diet.
3: So it is a
0: a, a, a zero-calorie grapefruit drink. drink. Yes. And it's
3: some, something that's probably kind of okay. Not that many people have heard of it.
0: <laughs> yes. So
3: what's a game that we all haven't played, but everyone says is fine?
0: <laughs> no one says any game is fine. They either say it's terrible or the the second coming of Jesus Christ. It's a game that only it's old right. people like. Oh, <laughs> oh. we Bowling. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Wii Sports. Wii Sports is not bad for Fresca. I'm gonna, I like that one. Wait, let's really pulling your weight.
1: Wii Sports Resort. <laughs> oh Ooh, yeah, the better yeah. the tropical theming. I the like better it. the better Wii Sports. The, if you just play it, you'd you'd love it. And uh, uh, next, yeah, there you go. That's all I got.
2: We got Doctor Brown's celery.
1: What is that? Is that the celery soda? Oh, I
3: like that one that's it the is celery, celery soda, soda. Mm-hmm. you could mm-hmm. buy it at the Genova Deli in Oakland, California before they had to shut it down because yeah, they that. raised their rent to $25,000 I a had month. one of
0: those with my Genova Delicatessen raviolis once Ball. they might they might still have them in the walnut creek location go check it out
3: yeah i should try i mean who knows if i drive up, up there for a soda out. local
0: <laughs>
2: references uh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> gotta love it
0: <laughs> um so it's something that it's like it's taking something wholesome and making it bad for you
3: yeah yeah right um so what's that video games all together uh <laughs> oh. <laughs> wholesome and making it bad for you um uh, Shadow I, the Hedgehog? Harvest Moon? <laughs> one of those games that... The newer Harvest Moons?
1: Harvest Moons? Yeah, Harvest Moon is uh, pretty close. Not the modern Harvest Moons, because those aren't real.
3: Well, that's what I mean, like, hit something good and making it bad for you. But um, well, I, I guess Shadow I, is a good one, too, I think, Shadow the Hedgehog. I think, those sure. games are,
1: I think all those games are bad for you. Any one of those games that purports to be uh, some kind of a, a friendly experience is still bad for you.
2: Oh, look at this one that just popped up on my list. Iron Brew?
1: Iron Brew! Iron Brew is Grand Theft Auto, dude. First, because it's Uh, from Scotland. Yeah. It's got, like, I feel like Grand Theft Auto, the original, the whole Grand Theft Auto series, Rockstar Games in general, is just the Iron Brew of video games. Iron Brew is an abrasive. Has anybody here had an Iron Brew before? Nope. Nope. No, okay. but I'm aware of it. Okay, it is. I uh, always
2: assumed it was alcoholic.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know. That's that's how they get you. Is that's so? Here's here's the story of Iron Brew. Iron Brew looks like some kind of lighter fuel, right? It looks like it's this very unnatural, remarkably transparent orange beverage that has a very distinctive flavor similar to Moxie, which is why I remembered it uh, when we were talking about Moxie. It. Brand it, it's it's branded in a way that makes it look as though it's an alcoholic drink. Children in Scotland and England will uh, will, will proudly drink it. Such is its its look of uh, such is such as its maturity and its, its oh succ- yeah not not really maturity. I'm probably I'm overstepping a bit by calling it uh, supposedly mature. I, I it it's a great joke beverage for youths around Scotland, town and such, and I feel like Grand Theft Auto was a really good example of a video game that looks like... Do you remember people talking about Grand Theft Auto 3? It's like the Sopranos of video games, dude. Like, sure, man, no, I remember. no, it's not. It's some dirtbag child nonsense. Good game. Uh, they didn't start putting any sort of concerned effort into a story until much later. So that's what I think. I think Iron, Grand Theft Auto is Iron Brew.
3: Okay. Um, our, I just, yeah. Sorry, I want a, a little sidebar here re- regarding Iron Brew. Are you aware of also the beverage Malta, which is mm-hmm. Nigerian brand of it's, it's Guinness without alcohol, basically, and it's like a an adult soft drink that they have there but there's no alcohol in it it's just it, it, the iron brew conversation reminded me of that i don't know what that that video game is but we, we don't have to get into I'm,
1: it. i just want to say on the record i'm not sure that anybody actually ever drinks iron brew because it looks sort of like it might be alcoholic uh and then gets disappointed when it's not but i feel like that's uh that's part of the appeal of it Sure, it's got to be somewhere it's for somebody at some point. Our last soda
2: is Cherry Coke Zero.
0: Oh, C C Z, the young pope's breakfast of choice. <laughs> Correct. So it's like it's something that's okay, and then they add something, and it makes it worse.
1: I think it's uh, you know what? I used to be like Cherry Coke Zero is good, dude. Now it's like I a hundred percent of the time go for the non cherry.
0: Yeah, same same exact experience. Yeah. So so it's a game where they added a mechanic
1: needlessly. And everybody loved it. And then uh, it turns out everybody just kind of drifted back.
3: Turned yeah, out yeah. it ruined it for him. What's that? Um, World of Warcraft?
1: Not Fortnite.
3: Lost Planet 3? You Ooh, that's, uh, a,
0: that's a decent one. Yeah. Because hmm.
3: um, people say. really liked 2 and then 3 added too much stuff and everyone was like, ah, actually it's the best.
0: Uh, how about 3 Fighter S- 4, maybe? Uh, Super Smash 5? Brothers Brawl. Because it had a I mean, and- any of those games, man.
2: Oh, because after that came out, everyone went
0: back to Melee.
3: They did. They did. Yeah. I guess that's right.
0: Jared. One of them. One of them. Yeah, one, one of those.
2: those. <laughs> I am the winner of this week's episode. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Congratulations,
2: it. Alex well Jaffy, done. But I will allow all of you the chance to recommend or plug whatever you wish this
3: week. What's on your mind?
1: Oh, plug it in.
3: I got some stuff. Go for it. There's a movie. Actually, I, I got to make sure that I can secure a copy of it on Blu-ray. So hopefully I can do that before this episode goes live. Kaboom. But, uh, there's a movie called dead and buried, which is a early eighties horror film set in like a coastal American town. And, uh, it's got some neat stuff to it. I recommend just going ahead and watching it without finding out a whole lot about it. If you like horror films of that era that have just like a spooky, weird mood while also being in a in a place that really feels like somewhere, it went, that one's real good. But the reason I mentioned the Blu-ray thing is I, I ordered the Blu-ray and then that order got canceled even though it said it was shipped. And simultaneously... You know, I was I was looking if there were any additional left and there were a bunch available for like 15 bucks. But then I finally realized this Blu-ray is not coming at all and now uh now it's all on eBay f- with like out of print on it and the prices have just skyrocketed within the last 2 weeks. So uh oops.
0: Yay. So absolutely <laughs> owned. Yeah. Uh, I got a quick one, which is uh, PBS just aired a documentary pretty recently that you can stream on their website. The public broadcasting service. Yes, the public broadcast (laughs) (laughs) called Recorder, the Marion Stokes Project. It's a documentary about Marion Stokes, who was sort of an activist in the uh, 60s and 70s, who, starting in 1979, uh, just started recording TV nonstop, and when she died... There was this giant warehouse with 70,000 VHS tapes wow. um, in EP mode. So the eight hour tapes of just broadcast television uh, because that's just what she did for 30 years. And then she died. Wow. Um, so there's a documentary about who she was and why she did that and and uh, wh- her family life and stuff like that. And not amazing or anything, but it's, it's a good little hour and a half uh, use of time.
3: I hope that stuff is getting preserved, too. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: it's, uh, the Internet Archive, uh, has all of it, and has been encoding it, and, um, they actually, to make it at all usable, uh, they scraped the closed captioning data from the video, and, uh, sort of auto-transcribed it so you can search, uh, by text for things. Man,
3: they better not shut that Internet Archive down, that's,
0: that will uh, ruin everything. We only yeah. have one record of the internet. It's that one.
3: That will ruin... Uh, man, they can't shut that thing down. God darn it.
0: There's a really good moment where they illustrate sort of the weight of what this means and where they show, from her collection, four different moments in a grid synced to each other of the morning of September 11th. Uh-huh. Um, it's a pretty powerful moment where you just kind of see the world Change in real time, and like the the four networks sort of catch up, um, at at different times to uh, start talking about that.
1: Tim, you got a recommendation? Not particularly. No, I have a recommendation. Here's my recommendation. My anti-recommendation: Don't go to the god darn movie theater. Right. All these movie theaters doing these tweets. There's a tweet making the rounds about uh some theater where there's a guy disinfecting the seats. You know, right. It's like were disinfecting the seats. Oh, we disinfect them between shows. Man, that's ridiculous. Don't go to the goddarn movie theater. It's like, I, I, I made a tweet today where I was like, I love imagining some schlub putting, uh, running, running a phrase through the, P- the Google, whatever the Google Translate equivalent is for PR people, just running the phrase, please give us $60 to experience prison for two hours. Like, I don't want to be sitting in a dark room six feet away from the nearest, from my friend or, 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 or like the people that are other people in the building wearing a mask, just a, like rubber gloves on my hands, not eating popcorn, watching a movie. That's, that's psych, like, that's psychotic. Why would I do that? Don't go to the movie theater. Don't go anywhere. I had a friend
2: who always got upset at me because when we went to the movies, I would uh, sit one seat away from them.
1: <laughs> <And> <laughs> yeah, I, uh,
2: I just I like to do that if there's room for it. Anyway, my recommendation is to watch the television show Joe Parra talks with you. It's on Adult Swim. It's really good. Uh, my other recommendation is to go to Patreon.com/slash/insert credit, where you can directly support the show by giving us a little bit of money. And uh, paying our editor, Blaine Brown, who deserves it for all the wonderful work he does, and someday hopefully getting me a microphone that doesn't sound like it's living on the inside of my computer because that's what it is. Uh, you could support the show directly by raising our visibility uh, by tweeting about the show, talking about it to your friends, or giving it a review on iTunes or Stitcher or whatever you use to get podcasts. Another thing you could do is follow us on Twitter. The show is at insertcredit. I'm mm-hmm. at Alex Jaffe. Tim is at one zero eight. Frank is at Frank Sifaldi. Brandon is at Necrosofty, which is like Necro, like Necromancer, soft, like soft, and then a Y. That's how you spell that. Excellent. I'm not going to tell you how to spell Sefaldi. Maybe next week. Uh, another thing that you can do is you can keep on listening to the show. We love having you around. You can visit forums.insertcredit.com. Leave some comments there. Brandon will probably read them because he restarted this podcast to resume some semblance of uh, social interaction in his life. So he craves it. I love it. <laughs> uh, until next time,
1: I'm Alex Jaffe.
0: I'm Frank Spalding. Leave the reviews. That's
1: the important part. Yes. I'm Tim Rogers. Don't mention me in your reviews. No, I'm just kidding. You can if you want.
3: I'm Brandon Sheffield, and I don't have any extra witty thing to say at the end. I'm sorry.
2: And this is my witty sign off.